Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. We're at the Lower East Side today on Urban Spelunking. Or are we downtown? It's kind of right where they meet. Where they have coffee. Where they have coffee, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So this is on uh, 817 Marshall Street, so right right where those two areas of town meet, at the Baumgarten slash... Keffler House. Okay, so why does this place have two names? Well, isn't that an interesting thing? <laughs> uh, it depends on who you ask, right? Some people say it was built by the Baumgartens, uh, and they call it Baumgarten House, and some people say it was built by the Kefflers, and they call it Keffler House. And it turns out, Nate, that it was built by the Kefflers... And the Baumgartens. So they're both right. So they're both wrong and they're both right. All right. So you broke this down in the extended podcast. There's a lot more because this was uh, uh, quite the, the dig to find it this It gets complicated. Yeah. But I guess the, the main thing to talk about right now is this is a historic home built in uh, 1898 or 18. Yeah. 1898. Mm-hmm. And it's going through this transformation due to this uh, this trio of this kind of this developer dream team that's taken it over. And it's a double house. Which is why, which is where the two families come in, um, but yeah. So there's this uh, trio of developers who are turning this into an inn, okay, like a roughly 16 room uh, small hotel with a dining component of some okay. kind, and they're hoping to have it ready by next summer for the DNC, which is a pretty uh, ambitious timeline, I think. But if if anybody can do it, these guys can do it because they are a dream team, and that one of them, Julie Kaufman, is a developer. Okay, uh, one of them. Patrick Jones is an architect. Perfect. And one of them, Andy Bratz, uh, has a construction company. Talk about a dream team. They can just do it all themselves. So this is going to be opening up. They don't need you or me. (laughs) You know, I think they got it covered, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So this is going to be opening up before before the DNC, and it's, I mean... Just a gorgeous. It's like almost two mansions stuck together. It's it's exactly that. I mean, it was built as one structure, but each side has kind of its own feel. They're not, you know, a lot of times you see like these row houses, these connected uh, houses, and they're just sort of mirror images of each other. That's mm-hmm. not the case. And these they have different sort of main stairways, different floor plans and things, and so it's going to be a really interesting place. And you know that the architecture was top-notch at the time because it was built by this, uh, this talk about another dream team, uh, Ferry and Class. Yeah, who did uh, loads of Milwaukee stuff uh, together and separately. Uh, they did the Central Library, for example. Yes, gorgeous. Um, they did the Pabst Mansion. Mm-hmm. Another and, beautiful yeah, place you've probably been. And Alfred Class was really important in uh, the development of downtown plans in the early part of the 20th century and George Bowman Ferry also before they were partners did some really beautiful buildings like the women's club that we've talked about on oh, gorgeous, right around yeah. the corner from this on Kilbourne. Well, we're going to dig into this history of this building because it goes back to the 1890s and talk about two Milwaukee names coming together at this historic building. Really interesting story that unravels next on Urban Spelunking. 88.9's new podcast series Backspin. The search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song is now available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Backspin. Stream all six episodes now. Let's go to the movies. Cinnabuds is a podcast about movies. In each episode, you never know what you're going to get. Every Wednesday with 88.9's Justin Barney and Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. Each episode, they take you on a quest. What kind of quest? A quest of danger, excitement, thrills, wonder, adventure. And if you want to join their journey on the latest movies, just tune in to Cinebuds at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcasts. 
Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. And we are back on Urban Spelunking at the Baumgarten slash Kepler House, the future home of a, a beautiful inn that is going to be restored. Uh, a $1.4 million investment into this new inn uh, coming to the Lower East Side. But I guess uh, let's talk about the very beginning because this uh, it's got just such an interesting story. I mean, you don't really see these two buildings connected too often, like buildings that are this gorgeous and homes that are this beautifully designed. So how did it all start back in the 1890s? Well, let's go back before that. Uh, Charles Keffler Sr. was a German immigrant who came here um, and made a fair bit of money and had built a house on that property. And then in the 1890s, he committed suicide in the mm. house. Um, and his children, who uh, Charles Jr. and um, uh, Hugo, had um, become successful businessmen of their own. Um, and when Charles Keffler died, I mean, it was, you know, they talked about how, how much money he had. Charles Jr., I mean, um, they owned a, far, a huge farm out in Wauwatosa. Uh, Charles Jr. had uh, lent Renaissance Venetian paintings to the... <laughs> To, oh, wow. to the art gallery in town. I mean, these these guys had money. You yeah. Know? Um, and so I'm assuming they tore down Dad's house in part because they maybe hoped to kind of erase some of the memory of that tragedy. Um, but then they also built this uh, new house that could accommodate sort of everybody. They were they must have been a pretty close family. You know, the, uh, brothers sort of worked together. Um, and so what was interesting, though, is I've uh, some references to this house called it the Baumgarten House, and some right. called it the Keffler House. And, it had this double name thing going on. And the on. developers were all like, no, 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 Baumgarten's all Kefflers, you know. And I thought, well, that's good. Yeah, that could be true. They know, right? You know. Um, so I went and checked out the building permits, because that's always a good way to find out. Mm-hmm. Um, and interestingly, there were two separate building permits filed on the exact same day for the left side of the house. And for the right side of the house. Really? Okay. Which, and one was pulled by Charles Keffler, and one was pulled by Mrs. Baumgarten. Had you ever seen anything like this before? In Never. Your... No, not for a single... I mean, because they're not two houses that are just up against each other. They're one... It's one building. Okay. So interestingly... Um, did, they, did they always have one address, or was it two separate addresses? They always had two addresses. Okay. Um, but what's interesting is that... Uh, the Charles side cost a little; was projected to cost a little less than the Baumgarten side. Oh, okay. Um, so I thought, oh, he's getting the better part of this deal, isn't <laughs> right? He? But then, like two months later, there's another permit for a brick garage in the back that he pulled himself, which was almost exactly the difference in price between. Not to be outdone. So they no, they were just basically. It looks like they were looking to make even investments, you know, fifty-fifty. Okay. But so it turns out that by doing a little digging, I found out that uh, Mrs. Baumgarten was, in fact, Charles and Hugo Keffler's sister. Oh, okay. So, so it all comes full circle. So there. it okay. all comes full circle, yes. So what happened was Charles and his wife and son and uh, the brother Hugo lived on the left side, and uh, the Baumgartens lived on the right side. Wow. Okay. Which is very interesting, isn't it? Yes. And then um, later, the Baumgartens built the house to the north, which is still there, and his offices at the moment, uh, they built that for their son. So for a while, there was a time when they all sort of lived there kind of together, which is interesting. Um, but then 
I was going to make a Downton Abbey reference, but I realized I don't oh. know enough about that show to make a good reference. Oh, so. yeah. I might, not have a, I might not have a good witty comeback then. Um, so never mind. So never mind. Um, but so interestingly, though, that, you know, they move on and, and other people move into the house. Um, and what's interesting is that for a couple of years in the Baumgarten side of the house, um, Moses Annenberg lives there with his family. And Moses Annenberg and was yeah. uh, a well-known media magnate, owned newspapers here, okay. ultimately moved to New York in 1921 and became a big uh, media magnate, newspaper guy. Um, and his son, Walter Annenberg, as everybody knows, uh, in addition to being uh, diplomat, and he he also did was involved in newspapers, but um, was also a philanthropist, and we hear his name on NPR oh, all the time. Yeah, the, yeah, Walt, yeah. He had the Walter Annenberg Foundation. Um, and, I've heard that name, of course. And yeah. Moses Annenberg, after he left Milwaukee, remains somehow tied to Milwaukee because uh, he had a, a son-in-law in Chicago that with whom he uh, built the building that is now Landmark Lanes, and uh, oh, wow, uh, he okay. operated he operated the um, the original like arcade entertainment business in Landmark Lane. So, we've, was, so like, we've talked about him before. Yeah, yeah, when it was like that underground city, yes, essentially. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, the Annenbergs lived there for a while, which is pretty historic. And so how long after the Baumgartens and uh, Kepler's? Uh, right after. Okay. Yeah. They moved so, right in after. Okay. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting and, and tragic about this story is that um, later, Charles Jr. dies, and he also kills himself, like, like the dad mm. did. And then a few years after that, the brother Hugo also takes his own life. So it's a wow. It's a, it sounds like there's a there was something of a I don't know family history of depression or something that in those times was not really taken as seriously as maybe we take it now. You know? Right, and I'm sure um, you know um, a family that from the outside looked so had everything, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Interesting that that we see that story play out today just as much as. It used to it. it yeah, really, really, tra- and really tragic. I mean, you see this beautiful house, and you think about how they, you know, they were sort of lived together as a family in this situation. They had money to be buying, you know, Renaissance Venetian <laughs> paintings and things. But in the end, the, the old adage is true, right? I mean, money just can't make you happy. It's the one thing you can't buy. So anyway, on a brighter note, yeah, this beautiful house, uh, which for a long time uh, was a rooming was a rooming house, so it had been divided up into lots of small apartments and things. And nowadays, it's a lot of it's kind of torn apart in anticipation of renovation for the transformation into the inn. But it's funny because I joked with uh, with the developers when I was there that every time you turn a corner, there's either a toilet or a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, twelve rooms, and it sounds like they're going to do a ton of work in there at you know yeah. at a price tag of one point four million, right? Yeah, but there's still you know luckily all of the like beautiful like the fireplaces are still there. The um, there's pocket doors in all the rooms that are still there and still work. Um, there's two very different looking but very beautiful sort of uh, grand staircases, one in each apartment. Lots of built-ins and all that stuff. Oh, cool. Beautiful tile work, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, is beautiful pictures still there too. Yeah, so I mean they have. There's, there's plenty of great stuff for them to work with there. Um, and then in the last, I guess, about 40 years, um, actually, Kepler's son owned it until the late 60s. Oh, Charles okay. Kepler's son continued to own the property. He, he didn't live there, but he owned it. You went um, down this rabbit hole again. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's what I do. <laughs> um, and uh, so since he sold it, it had become uh, office space. And there had been a plan in the 80s, and there were even uh, drawings sort of architectural renderings of what the Yankee Hill Inn, which is what they were going to call it back then, um, would have looked like uh, 
in the mid '80s they were going to do this transformation, yeah. which never ended up happening, and it stayed offices. And the plans were so '80s looking when you when you had them in the piece. I was like, this looks like the uh, this looks like the floor plan for the the Golden Girls. Yeah, with the la- with the lanai out back. <laughs> just need a lanai. Yeah, but uh, that's good. They didn't do that because everything would have been probably turquoise and, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and hot pink for the right? best. For the best. <laughs> And great that the current development is is going to have this historic distinction, and yeah, um, you know they're definitely preserving the history in this building. Oh, and, and if anybody's going to do that, it's going to be people like Julie and, and Patrick and those guys. Yeah. Well, you can see pictures and more here at radiomilwaukee.org/podcasts. And podcasts on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from On Milwaukee and, of course, your membership. You can subscribe to this podcast and all of 88.9's podcasts at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts on Spreaker, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you find podcasts, you can find 88.9 too. So on Milwaukee's Bobby Tenzillo. Thanks. Thank you, Nate.